Hello, welcome back to the Science Line podcast. I'm Allison Partial, your host and the multimedia editor here at Science Line. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We're excited to have you. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We hear a lot about the Big Bang, that explosive event that set all of this in motion, you, me, the rest of the universe. And I don't know about you, but I have heard considerably less about where it's all headed in the end. So on today's story, Daniel Leonard takes us on a journey to the end of the universe. It's a less explosive scene than the Big Bang, to be sure, but no less captivating. Off we go. Some say the world will end in fire. Some say in ice. From what I've tasted of desire, I hold with those who favor fire. That's the opening to Robert Frost's famous poem, Fire and Ice. While Mr. Frost may favor fire, astronomers are now quite convinced that the world, or rather the entire universe, will end in ice. They call this theory the heat death of the universe, or the big freeze. But why do astronomers believe this? I turned to my Philadelphia-based correspondent to discuss that question. My name is Mary Teresa Leonard, and I was born in Emmitsburg, Maryland in 1926, which makes me really old, but that's okay. Teresa Leonard is also my grandmother. Teresa is knowledgeable about many things, but like many of you listening, she doesn't really keep up with the field of cosmology. So I was curious what her best guess would be about the ultimate fate of the universe. So actually, my first question is, do you know how scientists think the universe began? Uh, Big Bang. The Big Bang theory, of course, is the widely accepted theory that the universe began in a tiny, compressed state, then exploded outwards and began rapidly expanding. But are you familiar with how scientists think the universe will end? Well, I hope not soon. No, thankfully, uh, not soon. But do you think it'll end in another big, hot explosion, like how it began? Or might it end in a cold, dark state? A dark space. I think that's what's going to happen. Just because I think that would be better yeah. <laughs> for the end of the world. <laughs> to just fade off. Well, my grandma happens to be in luck. Currently, the consensus among scientists is that the universe will end not with a bang, but with a whimper, as it slowly fades into ice-cold darkness. I sat down with a cosmology expert to get a better understanding of this theory. Rather than a theory, I would, at this point, I would call it a prediction coming out of what we think our universe is made up of. That's Abhishek Maniar, a postdoctoral researcher in cosmology at New York University. 68% of the universe is made up of something called dark energy. And it's because it's the most dominant component of the universe and its basic properties pushing things away from each other, this is what is causing the expansion of the universe to accelerate. In other words, because of this mysterious widespread dark energy, the entire universe is expanding at a faster and faster rate. And if you just keep on extrapolating this, everything will start going away from each other. The stars will eventually run out of fuel and new stars are not going to form. Because how do stars form? They form from colliding gaseous cloud. But these clouds are now so far away from each other, they are never going to collide. The only objects that would be left would be the black holes. And black holes evaporate as well. So old stars are dying, new stars aren't being born, and essentially the entire universe is heading towards disorder. 
Abhishek told me that that trend towards disorder is actually a fundamental law of thermodynamics. Picture a sugar cube dropped into a cup of water. Whereas the sugar cube was once an orderly structure, it'll almost immediately head towards disorder, with the sugar molecules randomly mixing in with the surrounding water molecules. The same is true of the entire universe. Right now, the universe's energy is organized into little orderly pockets of stars, planets, and black holes separated by vast distances of nothingness. But as the stars and black holes die out, their energy will eventually spread out evenly across the universe, like sugar molecules in a glass of water. So what's going to happen eventually is, like everything will be at the same temperature. When the big freeze finally happens, everything will be at equilibrium, all the stuff in the universe. And that's one more reason that you cannot really get stuff done, because if you wanna get stuff done, you need to have some difference in their temperature in a sense. So the universe's limited energy is going to get spread out evenly across the vastness of space. Once that happens, and everything is equally cold, all the action in the universe will grind to a halt. That's why they call it the Big Freeze. Okay. I think that's better than getting hotter and hotter. If I had a choice of being too cold or too hot, I would take too cold. I asked Abhishek what that final universe would look like. It's all dark. There is nothing to look at because all the visible matter has evaporated. Like the stars, stars have no fuel left. They have all died. There are no new stars forming, so there is no new light. Black holes, they would evaporate by that time as well. And then supermassive black holes, which are like the last remaining objects in the universe, they would eventually evaporate as well. So there is no light left in the universe. It's all dark and empty and cold. Wow. And in roughly how many years is this projected to happen? One of the numbers I've seen somewhere, it's 10 to the power 150 or 160. So like, yeah, 150, 160 zeros after 10. That number is a rough estimate for when all the supermassive black holes in the universe will have faded away. Though many studies put that figure slightly lower, at 10 to the power of 100 years. But even after that, the universe will still exist as a cold soup of particles, until even these particles reach a state of equilibrium many, many years later. That's all trillions upon trillions upon trillions of years from now, well after our own sun burns out in 5 to 10 billion years. So naturally, it's highly unlikely any humans will still be around for the heat death. No matter what happens, we are not going to be there to see it. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, that, that doesn't make me sad, but that still makes me curious, let's say. There are many, many, many other things, small, small things that make me sad. So <laughs> the universe doesn't. <laughs> and how does the heat death theory make you feel, Grandma? Sad? No, I don't think we're going to make it. Yeah, you can't worry about what's going to happen way down the line. Returning to the wise words of Robert Frost. I think I know enough of hate to know that for destruction, ice is also great and would suffice. For Science Line, I'm Daniel Leonard. And that's the show. If you enjoyed it, share it with your grandma or anyone else in your life who you think would enjoy it too. And if you can, drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help other people find the show. It really helps. Me, I'm going to go outside in the wintertime cold 
and enjoy the warmth of a non-frozen universe. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information, please visit us at scienceline.org or send us an email at scienceline at gmail.com. See you next time.